Good morning. Nine o'clock here on Thursday, the 19th of April in Temecula, California. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be take number two. Uh, I did this yesterday, but apparently for some odd reason, either it didn't load or didn't record and it was gone from the publish. So we're going to do it again. Just a little bit more brushed up on it, I guess. Which is good because we, uh, me and Pluto went to a, a new location yesterday. Kind of walked around this uh, lake park-ish thing. And uh, he was really distracted. There was other dogs. There was giant ducks. And, and I was distracted because there was nice things that I really wanted to stop and take pictures of. And that just was not happening. Uh, but today we're going to continue from the last one um, as far as talking about the uh, strengths and weaknesses of being an INFP, uh, which of course I am if you're, if you're new to this. Um, I'm, I'm out here walking with my dog, uh, not going off of a script, not sitting in a studio, nothing like that. Just got some headphones on and, and here we go. Uh, yeah, so today we're kind of just a brush over on some of the weaknesses because we could spend days on this, that's for sure. Uh, a lot of weaknesses, uh, in my personal opinion. Just depends on how you, you look at them necessarily. Um, but I don't want to spend too long on it. Again, I want you guys to listen to this, so I'm not going to beat around the bush. Um, if there is something that you like and you want to... Uh, hear more of it, please leave me a comment or with here on Anchor or wherever you're listening or jump onto my Instagram account and send me a message. Uh, my Instagram account is The Mental Treasure Hunter. I should probably leave that in the description here on Anchor just in case anybody does find me and they don't listen very well. <laughs> they don't take directions. Um, but anyway, let's just kind of jump right into it. And again, I don't go off of a script, but I did just grab a little uh, index card here. And I wrote some things down on it, just as like little topics. Um, and we're going to go from there. Um, number one, in no particular order. This isn't a ranked thing. I'm just going kind of down the list here. Uh, so number one uh, stems from a, a, a strength, and that's being too idealistic. Um, I think, uh, just as a short little brief on, on how that affects me um, and maybe you, um, if you're still kind of learning about this and don't know too much about yourself yet, excuse me, I'm going to yell at the dog. It's pulling too hard. Stop, dude. Dang. <laughs> it's like just pulling me down the hill. Uh, being too idealistic. And I, I think for myself, what that does is it, it sets me up to be disappointed and, and, and to fail because I try really hard to, to get everybody on a positive, uh, high vibration, uh, just feeling good conscious level, at least in my circle, in my house. If you follow my account, you'll see that I put a lot of positive stuff out there and, and I have fun with that. Um, but can definitely be too idealistic. Just always looking for per perfection, the ideal situation, the ideal time. You know, I'm going to wait till this and I'm going to wait till all these things line up before I do it. Um, and then that would be perfect. And, 
and that's just not gonna ever really work it may happen a, a couple of times but more often than not it's there's always going to be something that that stops me or you uh, from doing what we want because the situation just isn't perfect yet oh this person's still there or oh i don't want to have to deal with this or you know i don't i don't feel like it w whatever it may be we gotta we gotta move on from that uh Stop being such a perfectionist, perfectionist because perfection is just in the eye of the beholder and I'm learning to do uh, a lot more of just accepting um, as it is and seeing more of the beauty and the, the lesson and the task and even the most unperfect situations. So definitely something they've got to control better. <laughs> I do too. Too altruistic. Uh, that's a tough one. I didn't even know what the hell that word meant, to be honest with you. And I really still don't. Um, I, I put down a couple of words next to it that just kind of made sense to me. But uh, sometimes I, uh, I get real excited into trying to help people and fix things and change perspective, especially from people are are emotionally distraught. Um, <coughs> And it's just, I will get down on myself when uh, there's something like that that I could be focused on. And instead I focus on something that in what I would deem as selfish behavior. Oh, I'm taking time out for myself just to go do this while all this has to get done. Uh, I've... That's something that I have a hard time with because I, I get a lot of anxiety from that. Uh, uh, if I'm not doing something that's gonna benefit somebody else or I'm not learning something that I can teach to somebody else, uh, <coughs> I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And I almost punish myself for the most part for relaxing and giving myself time and self-care and self-love. Sometimes I just, I'm constantly trying to do too much for others, especially when it comes to work. Uh, <coughs> I don't want anybody to really have to work hard or suffer or feel bad or do something they really ultimately don't want to do. So I've always been the guy that's like, oh, don't worry. I'll step in. I'll help you out. I'll do it for you. I'll do my job and your job. No big deal. And <coughs> that gets old. Then what happens is you start to get taken advantage of and all that fun stuff. And it's something that I don't, it doesn't bother me to do it, but I know it's not helping the situation ever. So I was doing things for people and just that guy. Uh, but definitely don't, I don't want to feel bad about taking time out for myself and trying to improve myself and get my emotional state to where it should be so that I can do better things for people. Plain and simple. So too altruistic. Number three, impractical. Um, well, I can tell you firsthand, as far as being an INFP, that um, <laughs> definitely a, a dreamer. Um, uh, everything is philosophical and really deep and uh, emotional and uh, if it if it's just st doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff, it's just not fun for me. That uh, that just practicality of life is just going through the motions, blah blah blah. 
same day in day out it's like just a being a factory worker it's like you come in and oh it's put this here grab it from here push this button put it here and it's just the monotony of that just the practicality of life i am uh very impractical uh and the fact that i uh i i slack off on doing just the daily chores that i have to constantly remind myself or or be scolded for it from my wife uh do the dishes keep your laundry up clean the clean your sink hey shave <laughs> uh, i can take a shower and i stay clean and i brush my teeth and stuff uh, but i'm not always that put together um, not super worried about my look, uh, even though I do. Um, it's more of my shape, as I've mentioned before. I just, I think I'm fat and a little pudgy in comparison to what I want to look like, should look like. Um, but I'm not so worried about my clothes. I wear my clothes, some of my clothes are old. I guess clothes that are freaking older than my kids that I still wear sometimes. And that makes me feel old. Um, but I just don't like the practicality of stuff. Um, I like to everything to be new and fun and let me try something totally different today. I don't want to put the dishes away like this. Let's try it like this or let's try a new routine here. What if I do it like this? You know, constantly trying to be imaginative and creative with everything from, hey, who, how do I put the silverware away today? How did I load the dishwasher? You know, well, maybe I'll use a different setting on the, the washing machine to maybe something else will come from it. I don't know. Um, but that's, that's, that's in my mind. That's how I think. It may be funny to, to you as well. Um, number four, dislike of data. And uh, I'm sure that most INFPs, uh, myself, I can only speak from myself and my experiences, but I don't mind data. Um, there's certain data that I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's cool. You know, measurement type data, um, th that type of stuff. Not so much on data about, say, somebody's point of view about history or, or something like that or, or something where there's, there's people involved in, in case studies because there's just too many damn variables. I mean, who, who, did, who was in this study and how many people, uh, was it males, females, age groups, uh, weight, hormone levels, uh, character types, anything like that to it. Oh, buddy. Um, that's a big poop there. I forgot my bag. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. There's people that can see me. Okay, come on. I'll just pretend he was peeing. Uh, I feel bad. I'll have to walk back down here later with the car and pick it up. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't... It's not that I dislike that. It's I just... I think that some of it can be misconstrued a little bit and some people uh, look at certain data and just get concrete. Oh, this is for sure. I don't think anything's for sure. Uh, I think that there's too many things that are going on to, to create some form of thought process from such, from such data, um, especially when it goes against what, what I intuitively think is right. Um, which again, sometimes I have to reassess things and, and, and look at it a little bit differently, maybe. Um, but I just, I don't like data. I don't like pat, I don't like certain patterns, especially if you try and pattern me because I do things differently on a daily basis. Every five minutes or every hour, I wake up and just like, let's do it this way today. 
you know, to whatever, as I just mentioned. So, so to, to, you know, dislike data can kind of go both ways. Um, sometimes I like it because it can prove a lot of things right, like quantum physics and stuff like that. I, that's some sweet-ass data for, for sure. <laughs> but it's a little bit different than that, I, I can imagine. Uh, but moving on from there, another weakness of an INFP. Uh, I take things way too personal. Uh, that's, a big, that's a big one for me. Uh, I, get my, I get my feelings hurt all the time. I get butt hurt so to speak, get my feathers ruffled, however you want to say it. Uh, especially if I'm really passionate and I'm trying to be over convincing about something and somebody just poo-poos an idea or something that I'm like, yeah, or, you know, I, I'm always one that just want to go out and experience just kind of the beauty of life and stuff like that. And I get my feelings hurt when my wife and kids don't want to do that too. And uh, just all kinds of just random stuff that I, I take too personal and you know sometimes I'm, I'm in such a good mood and somebody's in a bad mood and I'm trying to fix my mood and somebody kind of harps on me a little bit for me maybe uh, having some bad behavior morning guys pretty pretty little uh, poodle dog it's nice uh, but yeah, definitely. And that's something that I definitely need to work on because it's ultimately it's my opinion about myself that matters most. But I really like to share things with people. Uh, and when it's just like it doesn't get received that way or it's just like, oh, what? Really? Oh, I thought I was doing a really good job. And you don't like that? Oh, man. Uh, or sometimes, I, you know, I maybe I'm doing something that that really excites me and then uh my wife or kids will come home and they'll just be like totally <laughs> unimpressed or maybe i forgot to do something and then it's like well why didn't you do this and i would have done it and it's like oh shoot my bad there's a million different variables but it gets your feelings hurt uh maybe when somebody's hypercritical about your behavior or something like that and, and for me i'm always kind of doing things the right way but until somebody points it out and then i'm like oh well Oh, well, let me look at it from their point of view. Oh, maybe I was being a jerk. Oh, man, now I feel really bad. <laughs> How many times have I done this before? Oh, man, now my, now my feelings are hurt for hurting your feelings. And, oh, shoot, this this wicked roller coaster like that. Uh, so that's definitely uh, uh, on the top of my list, that's for sure. Um, and can lead right into this last one that I wrote down. Uh, definitely a, a weakness. Um, <coughs> is it's hard to get close to this character type. I, I can imagine. Uh, I can for other people. I'm thinking. I'm mean, like I think of my life, and it's like, well, how many? You got a lot of friends. Uh, I did have a lot of friends when I was portraying a different person most of the time. I attracted a lot of people, but they weren't, I, I called them friends, but where are they now as I, you know, kind of grow into myself and I start to express, my, express myself a little bit more authentically and naturally. Um, where are my friends? They're nowhere to be around. Um, have I always been one to, you know, really be loving and let me pick up the phone and let me call you every week and just talk about nothing? No, I, I don't. Um, 
never been that way never really been one for showing that type of like just out of the blue compassion uh, that i'm always kind of on the type it's hey if you if you know i love you and and we've we've been around each other for five six seven years and and we're we're friends look i don't need to call you every day and just talk about random stuff or hey what what party did you go to or hey what's what's this that's just not that way i guess i don't like that small birthdays what they did on a trip and how they feel about that and and all kinds of stuff like that Um, but it's definitely i think self-doing to get close to us especially because we're i am uh, very self-conscious about really revealing what actually excites me Uh, sometimes i can have this weird dark sense of humor just like these crazy theoretical philosophical ideas about how life works and nature and everything and my opinions sometimes I can be very judgmental um, want to be uh, sometimes I can just go off on these random tangents in my own mind and and then all of a sudden somebody comes up and like hey what's what's going on what you thinking nothing <laughs> and it's just like oh man I can't tell them I'm thinking about aliens or, or laser beams or how can how can I unleash my superpowers or something crazy like that so I, I don't open myself up that much to it so that puts people off because I'm not one to just sit here and have a bunch of small talk talk about just random garbage I don't I'm your typical guy that you'll you'll you would enjoy talking to hanging out in a bar or something like that uh, you're talking about sports or something but I'm also the guy where it's like hey if you touch on a topic that excites me and it's it's deep uh, oh man we're, we're gonna have a great conversation we're gonna become buds that's for sure uh, but it's hard to get definitely hard to get close to me uh, I'm just too self-conscious uh, about myself and what goes on in my mind and my life and, and all kinds of other stuff and I guess I kind of want to be a little bit on the mysterious side when it comes to that just because of the way that I see life uh, that I kind of want to keep it close closely guarded I don't know I'm still trying to figure it all out and I'm sure there's a million different theories and metaphors that go along with that and I'm sure somebody else has gotten that figured out that's awesome Uh, that's how I'm living Uh, one that I'll throw on there and it can kind of be tied into it Um, emotional outbursts Um, the the blow up Um, sometimes that we and I think it kind of goes along with all of them sometimes we we, when we're that perfect situation isn't coming about and we're really focused on it and we've put a lot of time and effort into it We've done our research and we're super excited and passionate about it and it feels good. Um, <laughs> and somebody else just isn't getting that same feeling from it and you're not getting back what you want that you're putting out. Um, sometimes I can just start to build up because uh, trying to be strong and trying to put it away and trying to just take it as it comes and not everything's going to be perfect, not everything's going to be good, not everything's going to go my way uh, 
sometimes that can build up pretty heavily um, and have just turn into this ugly, angry monster on the inside and you carry it around and carry it around and eventually you just have to explode. Somebody says something and it just crack and then it's just complete meltdown, uh, yelling and screaming and crying and just uh, emotional, just wah, uh, just overload. Um, and that's something you can't do. That's something that it's a big part of my healing process is controlling those major outbursts and speaking my mind a little bit more clearly at that moment uh, when something doesn't, doesn't vibrate with me, doesn't feel good. Morning. Uh, letting people know, hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't really like that. I didn't appreciate that. You know, when you say something like that, that hurts my feelings. Um, I need to do a much better job at relaying that information, uh, regardless of if it makes me sound like a puss or like I'm weak or anything like that. The, uh, the alternative of keeping it in and processing it the wrong way and uh, not telling somebody how I feel and have them keep doing the same thing, I think is worse. So uh, that's my take on the seven things I think that are a weakness of INFPs. Uh, I'd love to hear what somebody else has to think about it. Uh, some other listener, um, that's for sure. I'm sure my wife would like to chime in <laughs> 100%. I've been thinking about that a little bit more the last couple of days. She is a follower of mine, obviously. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool to, uh, and she's on Anchor, she doesn't do anything yet uh, but uh, to call her up and have like a live interview you know I can touch on a couple of subjects and go babe what do you think about that how do you how does that play out in our life through your eyes and, and just watch, watch the, the listen to the hilarity kind of unfold from that that would be ridiculous um, or I'd love to just hear from you guys you know I keep asking for this feedback give me some feedback whatever platform you're listening on or get onto my Instagram feedback whatever it takes it's, uh, I want this to be an open discussion about INFPs and, and maybe I'm wrong and, and I'm always open minded to, to new stuff so I'm not closed minded I'm not all of my ideas are concrete uh, they're flexible uh, for sure and I like to hear uh, many different sides of, of life um, um, I'm a 41-year-old dude, father of two, happily married for uh, 13 years, in a week and a half, been with my wife for 20 years, uh, born and raised in Northern California, now live in Southern California, taken a couple of trips out of the country, done, done a lot of crazy jobs, and, and all along that time, there was, there was a lot of analytical observations about mapping my feelings and emotions and now kind of tying them into figuring out that oh I'm an INFP I didn't even know this stuff existed who's Carl Jung and and how this has kind of transpired on the journey in these last couple of months it's been a lot of fun and, and I'm looking to enjoy it with uh, you too so thanks for hanging out with me again 23 minutes trying to get these things shorter crazy I talk too much uh, anyway uh, thank you guys again for being here with me uh, peace love happiness 
Uh, go INFPs. Uh, give me some feedback, all right? Have a great day.